In the absence of us having a chair here tonight, the first uh, point of business this evening is to appoint a chair for this meeting. Can I propose Richard? You can. I'll be happy to second that. Are you all in agreement? Okay, Richard, over to you. Uh, good evening, everyone. Uh, welcome to the uh, second meeting of the fourth Fresham Town Council. Um, first of all, item one on the agenda is uh, apologies for absence. We have apologies from Council Hayes, Councillor Wade and Councillor Moorcroft. Thank you. Uh, point two, declarations of interest. Uh, green yes, for me. Green yes. Any other declarations? No. Uh, point three, approval of minutes. To approve and sign the minutes of the annual town council meeting held on the 22nd of May and to approve and sign the minutes of the full town council meeting held on the 22nd of May. Do you have a proposal for that? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. That's for both the take. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, item number four. Can I ask you, yep. you will just um, you can just initial and date each page, please. to resolve to suspend standing orders for items 5 and 6 to enable Cheshire West and Chester councillors and of course members of the public to take part. So at this point we will suspend standing orders because item 5 is request from members of the public to speak on items which are on the agenda. Can I just uh, introduce Liam to you from the um Youth Association, who's just come and I wasn't on the agenda because I wasn't aware of the, the issue until later, so I was going to cover under Clark's report, and it's a request for the Town Council to send a letter to in support of their grant application. So oh, right. Like to talk so that. do you want to speak now then? Is that okay? Yeah. 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 Am I, can I be very cheeky and sit at the table? Yes, please do, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Sit there and be cheeky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, so in February of this year, um, I think it's this year anyway at the very least, time goes past very quickly, um, we submitted a, a grant application to Frodium Wind Marshes uh, grant and we've been very successful in getting the money for that. Mm -hmm. And that's a project which is to involve the um, merging of two rooms, which is, if you want to just pass that around, you can do. Uh, which are both currently underutilised and just used as a bit of casual storage and everything else in between. Um, and that's to create a sort of social, sort of hub, cafe sort of area. Um, and that's just to allow us, um, or the youth workers that is anyway, um, to oversee the activities much more easily in that sense yeah. and make better use of the club itself. Um, so one of the conditions is in the application is to basically we need to get some sort of uh, consent from Frodham Town Council 
in order to go ahead uh, with these works um, and that's basically what we're after essentially so something with along the lines of a letterhead. So the people who give me the grant are looking for approval from Brutton Town Council? Um, this is a bit of a paper exercise but essentially yes we've been successful in getting the money yeah. so it's just holding it's just holding the process up of, of transferring that across into our bank account um, and, and that's that's as far as you know conditions that are outstanding that's the only one so well personally i can't see there being any problem i don't know if anybody else well can we see the plan yeah of course you can mm -hmm. I'll, I'll be Again, part of the application for Ajim Youth Club yeah. is to make a sort of financial contribution towards that itself. Um, but again, we've got to take some walls out um, and then just basically sort of revamp that space. The, the office and storeroom, yeah, yeah. just had two little rooms. Yeah. 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 And that doesn't have any impact with the community centre next door, does it? No, so the music room, that is going to be acoustically upgraded to the neighbouring boundary wall um, that's shared with the community centre, so they're very happy about that, we've informed them, and they're having that upgrade. Um, and essentially it's just sort of revitalising you know, re that area, essentially. And they're fully aware of these plans? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, we got those plans from them. Yeah, oh, that's fair enough, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, under under the clerk's items. Yeah. <coughs> oh, okay. That's okay with you. Only because our next meeting is two months away, and it's quite a long time to be waiting for that. Okay. Is that is that everything from you, Liam? That's it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Thank you very much. Great. Cheers. Cheers. Okay. Yes, so this is the project Wind Farm Marshes Benford Fund. Um, the total value is around about just over 20 grand. We're giving around about 10% uh, contribution towards that cost um, and then any sort of associated costs with that. So again, accounting for inflation on materials and stuff like that. Well, you can peel, basically, is it? Yes. Yeah. So returning back then to uh, the request from members of the public to speak, um, is there anyone who wants to speak on the matters that are coming up on the agenda? Speak. Yeah. Shall I come to the Yeah, yeah. yeah. <coughs> um, it's becoming like mastermind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually, I'm great. Um, this is a request to add two items to, to, for you to consider. So I, two items to the response to the solar farm project. One is connected with openness that will uh, display in connection with residents uh, relating to the feedback, and the second one relates to active travel. So I'd, I'll just explain what, why, I'm thinking, why I'm putting these forward to you. First of all, you'll, you'll be aware of the information that Peel's provided. There's been more of a explaining the concept than the plan. And the detail has been very, very limited. This has made it very difficult for residents to actually understand what it would actually look like, resulting in a very low level of public engagement. That's only about 200 across all six uh, operations. However, having attended both open sessions of Brodsham and witnessed one very intense stand-up argument, 
and um, between one resident and the, one of the Peel people, and spoken to a number of attendees, it's clear that the residents have about some very strong concerns. For example, why is it so close to the town? Is, it's going to completely ruin the view from the hill. Uh, who would want to walk between paths of, of uh, high panels? Why is it so big? I don't know if you appreciate how big it is, but it's two and a half kilometres from one end to the other. Two and a half kilometres. Yeah, it's a mile and a half. It's massive. Um, during the webinar, Peel's development manager, a lady called Annette Ledour, openly recognised that mitigation of the concerns and rebalancing of the downsize of the proposal will be required. She actually said that several times. However, at this stage, was not, she was not able to provide any detail, as you'd expect at this stage. So I'd like the Council to consider asking Peel to present, later in the summer, a summary of the feedback from residents, including all the points that have been made, at meetings open to all residents, I know they've already offered to present to the Council, but to all residents, together with detailed responses to their feedback, how they would propose to actually respond to them. Secondly, um, as a member of the Joint Frodsham Town Council, South North Cheshire Working Group and Active Travel, I'd also ask the Council to consider incorporating a request for Peel to explain how they would implement Cheshire West policy on recreational routeways, which is DM37, which states that development must protect, enhance and extend public rights of way, um, cycle routes, canals and waterways wherever possible. With 700 acres available, a big budget, um, there, this appears to be more than just possible. Finally, I'm broadly in favour of installing solar panels in the marshes, but only if many negative effects that the many negative effects that, were that were, they were caused are compensated with a combination of good quality, good quality mitigation and new amenities for residents to enjoy. Mm. Is that it? Yes. Thank, thank you very much. What, what happens now? Uh, it's on the agenda for later. Okay, so that will just be considered. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. <coughs> Can I say something as well? Yes. On that particular point. Mine's only simple siren stuff, but uh, I'm just a local resident. And I've been walking down there, say once a week, where that happened for years. Yeah. And I was reading the Cheshire West Natural Environment Officer's comments today. I had a quick look. And I just wanted to say some things he said. He said there's 84, 84 bird species down there. Been recorded, 37 are priority species. They say, or this person says, the losses will be significant. Uh, the claim by these people who are going to build it that biodiversity is a net gain, they think that's nonsense, this guy does. Uh, he talks about inc incomplete surveys and missing reports. There's five bird species down there receiving protection under the Wildlife Act. They said there's going to be disruption to breeding habitats. Important habitat will be lost. Losses will be significant. These aren't my words, it's a, a chat study. And uh, natural England, I understand they're against it as well, because it's something to repeat. Yeah, I think uh, some of this is uh, already on one of the, uh, 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 the attachments, I think, that was sent right. to the council. Well, all, all I'm saying, that's just a bird element on Yeah, it. yeah. But um, if you think the plants, and the uh, butterflies, the bees, there's hares down there, 
you know, I think I think the local town has had enough development. We, we've done our bit, if you like. Yeah. I know it's a good cause, it might well be a good cause, but I think we've done our bit. We've had incinerators, Westwood Point, Bonnetins, uh, we've had a local heavy industry we've put up with that. We've had to put up with the wind farms, and we've, I think, as a little town, if we're going, if you councillors are going to say, well, we're going to accept this, then I think it, the wool people have pulled up your eyes because. Uh, I don't think I don't think the council has said we're going to accept this. I think the council realises that there was an initial consultation with the public, which a lot of people don't feel it was really a consultation. It was just saying this is what we're looking to do and this is how we're going to set it all out. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think from from what the previous speaker was saying, we haven't had enough information back to say exactly how it's going to develop. Yeah, I know it's early days. Yeah. What they'll, what they'll probably do, knowing these people, they'll probably come back to you with a few, oh, well, a lot of amendments, a lot more clarity on what they're doing, but I think they might come back and say, well, it's not 800 acres, it's only 250 acres, like the biggest one at the moment. You know, I mean, you might be daft to accept that. I just you should say, no, we're not having it, and uh, that's me, that's not my thing. I think that the issue is it's not it's not necessarily us as councillors that will get to make that decision. No, it goes no, to the Secretary no, of State. No, 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 you're the people I feel closer to, you know, being local yeah, or something. Yeah, but we, we, we wouldn't be the final decision makers. No, no. But we, we can oppose things and we can state things yeah. that we want to be mitigated. Yeah. Um, we, we can oppose things if that's, if that's what people want to yeah. put in there, but we're not the final well, decision makers. One thing I wanted to know was, I asked Frank this last week, um, do you know when the wind farm was here, because that was proposed, uh, did the local council and did Cheshire West, did they agree with it? I was on council at that time, so I couldn't tell Because when I went down to London, I was like, John Prescott agreed it in the end. It was, it was done by down London. But I just wonder whether the local councils agreed with it. I can't remember. We, we did have, um, there was an inquiry type thing, wasn't there? Yeah. They had sessions up at Forest Hills, I think. Yeah. Lots of discussions, but yeah. yes, it was central government that uh, central did made it, yeah. the, the decision. That's all this time as well. Yeah, it, it, it will. It, it's out of our hands locally, but we can put in lots of objections. Uh, that's all I'm saying. Thanks for listening. Does anyone else uh, from the public wish to speak? Okay. In that case, then, can we move on to the next point, which is point six, I believe. And this is where Cheshire West and Chester councillors will get their report. So we've already circulated a written report, but this is more just if, if anybody has questions about it or if there are any issues that people would like to raise that they would like us to follow up or um, various things like that. And does my point to come and... Lucy, can I just very quickly mention, you referred to when you were talking about the empty properties in town, you said that there's a confidential inquiry going on but it's been circulated publicly with the meetings pack. So is it still confidential? Where was it? Yeah, it does. It does. In, uh, in Michael Lewis's report. Oh, okay. The existence of the inquiry is not confidential, but the actual, what they're doing is confidential, I'm assuming that's what that's like. Well, it's not. I'm just flagging it up because you've used the word confidential and then it's been made public on 
her website. I don't think this report is meant to be confidential. Okay. It's more that there might be some detail behind that that okay. isn't in the report. Lucy, the top field? Yes. Are you trying to get it into trust? Yes, we spoke about that at, um, at, at the meeting of Castle Park Trust. Yeah. And yes, we're, we're, we're going to get my full support because that concerns me massively. <laughs> yeah. Sooner the better. I, I think uh, the, the officers were saying that there's no intention for anyone to want to sell it off, but then we were saying that to protect it for future generations if there ever becomes a mindset where that's not the prevailing mindset, we, we would like yeah. to. Sooner the better, please. Yeah. But am I inviting on to the Yes, yes, yes. I believe you've provided the report in the park, haven't you? Yes, it's here. So this is your report for um, Matsurati from the Town Council meeting on the 22nd of May. Yeah. If you'd like to. Right, oh, you, you want me to speak to the written report? Is that, is that... Do we not want to do that? I am hoping everyone's read it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I ask another question? The empty buildings. Yes. Amori is a disgrace driving into Frontier. Yes. Brookworks is a listed building that he won't get planning permission so he's letting it fall into disrepair. Surely there's some uh, duty of care to maintain a listed building. Yes, that's falling I, I, down. Yeah, I think I think that's when Mel Lucy spoke about um, the buildings before. I think that's the very point that you're making, yeah. we're making. Um, I think the challenge for Cheshire West, as is a challenge for you as the town council, is their privately owned yeah. commercial properties. So it's a question of us not being able to just step in and do things. There is a course and, a, and a, if you like, a course of action that needs to be taken. And that's kind of to answer the question that was made about it, a confidential report. It's what's going on there you know, can't be discussed, but the fact that it is going on is not confidential because we are trying to address those situations. And that's the sort of non-confidential bit of the confidential inquiries, if that makes sense. Because the empty buildings in Chester have got cardboard <coughs> taps in the window of buildings, if you know what. Yeah, they're right. Yeah. So aesthetically, yeah. is that the right word? Yeah. Aesthetically, they look better than looking through an empty window and light bulbs hanging down, sockets hanging off, especially next to the corner house. That, that estate agent, crikey, whoever put that in the window, not increases in the damn thing. Shocking. Yeah, I, I think you, you, you're quite right. and. I know one thing that, that this new council wants to do, is, as Lucy and I want to do, is instill civic pride. And civic pride is all about appearance yeah. as well, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so all we can do is keep pushing, but keep pushing together. Um, you know, and it, it's, it's what needs to be done. Um, but we are up against course, yeah. private owned buildings. But you're quite right about Brook House. It's a listed building. It's got a real heritage and a history. And it is, as you say, it's, it's falling down. And, and the concern that Lucy and I have as well about some of these empty buildings is it becomes an, an, a magnet for you know, young people to, to congregate, to even get into, to use as dens. To, they probably mean no harm, but then all of a sudden that meaning no harm suddenly instigates further damage and a perception of the town falling to bits. So it, it's important that we do address these issues. Thank you.
going to say, um, Chair, uh, Acting Chair, um, TSB has been sold. Um, a company um, is now uh, at a meeting there at the Moray. So it might be a big restaurant going there. Um, we're talking about um, Brookside um, on the corner there. Um, it's quite right what uh, Councillor Neil says, but um, every time there's any damage done, it is repaired. I can tell you that by the sun. Um, because I say if the wind is smashed, I tell him and it's done the following day. So I think what the place is after is just new houses on it. And that's what it looks to me. I see uh, today in the paper um, that um, this government now is going, to, it's either this week or on Monday, it's uh, relieving all planning permission on empty buildings. Um, I think Councillor Woods will back me on this. Is uh, they give it, giving away all the red tape and everything and if a company comes along, like Westminster Banker or the Barclays, they will take uh, advantage of it and make it into flats and that. And, and shops as well. <coughs> Thank you. I, 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 just to respond to that, I think Frank's quite nice. Uh, it's proposals by the Leveling Up, Secretary of State for Leveling Up has made those announcements. And I think moving forward, it's likely to be the King's speech. Um, yeah. and, and it is quite concerning, isn't it? And it's, I think it's something that we need to keep our eye on about that so we don't allow some of these buildings just to be um, taken over in inferior accommodation and dwellings being created. Mm. I don't want to well, yes, have said that they're going to um, disregard all planning law, just going to be more lenient and allowing buildings to be turned into residential. Yes. I think the bigger concern is their um, agricultural buildings being turned into residential because they tend to be your big luxury houses, not the kind of affordable mm. housing that we... Flats are a bit different, aren't they? You know, I mean, town centre flats hopefully would be reasonable rent, but you don't want a barn turned into a massive six-bedroom luxury home. So I think we do need to keep an eye on what I think that's, what that that's it, Judith, isn't it, really? We do need to keep an eye on what I would just have to hope that our planning officers have a bit of leeway to, you know, stop it from becoming really poor quality housing. <coughs> can, I, can I come back at that then, Chair, and then I'll finish? Uh, there are flats now. There is people living in TSB upstairs, and yeah. I can tell you that. And there used to be flats up in that west, all the second floor and the top, top floor, yeah. so I don't think there'd be any problem there. Isn't the tenant in Parsley lives in TSB? Yes, yes, he yes. does. So it's yes, there's someone living there now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I think the only problem with TSB is that I don't think there's any sort of land with it. No. Like, um, 
I know they've inquired with West Cheshire and Chester and uh, they're allowing them six spaces at the back. Um, I think it's important not to conflate our own main street yeah. and the you know the overall <coughs> planning concepts that are going mm -hmm. forward. You know, we shouldn't look at what there's being announced by Michael Gove and saying, oh that's gonna happen in Frodsham. I think yeah. we, we've got to make sure that we do keep that perspective about it being mm -hmm. Frodsham. I'd agree with that. I think at the moment there's a lot of speculation around the table and I think it should be wrong to speculate on things yeah. that might happen. We don't actually know what is going to happen. And once we find out, then we keep an eye on everything and we control what's happening within our own town. I think that's the best way to go forward. Do you want me to speak to anything else on, on that report? Well, unless anybody's got any questions regarding the report that the councillors have provided. No. The only thing I'd like to add then, Chair, is the Rural Town Regeneration Board. I think yeah. that's an exciting thing for us, and, mm -hmm. and hopefully Lucy and I, and I know Lucy sits on the Town Council, but I'm hoping that we as the Quack Councillors can work really well with the Town Council itself to try and push that Regeneration Board forward for the best interests of Frodsham. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. So if we now uh, reinstate standing orders. Thank you. And uh, has everyone seen a copy of the um, policing report, item 8? Yeah. Any uh, questions or any comments, observations on that? Can I make a comment, please, Chair? Yeah. Um, the report, uh, I like the report, I mean, it's well presented, but the, the thing that hits me more than anything is, you know, they're given the type of crime, the relevant information, <coughs> What we're not what we're not getting is what's what's happening after these things have happened, the burglary, the theft, the criminal damage. What's happening? What's taking for? What's going forward to stop this? Yeah. Um, I've been trying to get in touch. I think I've been talking to Joe about it with the with their sergeant. Yeah, um, the uh, response I get, got from PCO uh, last time when you brought this up was that he would give us full a report as his sergeant would permit him to, and this is as much as he can give. Right, so, so he, he can't say, I mean, I, I don't want names, I'm not saying we want no. names, numbers and all that, what I'm saying is that, you know, he says we've got a break-in in the business, a certain place, so after that breaking, what's happened? Is it is it just left at That's that? And police business uh, is something that we're not informed <coughs> of the results of. I think that what Neil's sort of view on this is, it is important to always report because then the stats help to increase the level of police presence in the area. If we don't report it, then we're never going to get yeah. an increase yeah, in the, police. The, 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 question, the question, the report, I can see that. But what I want to know is, is that I can see all these reports, but what I don't see is what's happening with the problems, let's say, we've got with burglary, with lads on motorbikes. There's nothing in there that tells me, well, this is going to happen, this is what's going to happen. I think this is the, the information that our PCSO has access to. He doesn't have access to all the results. Well, the sergeant must have. His beat the, manager must. Surely. But the report is coming from the PCSO. The beat manager, um, I would assume, doesn't have the time to input into a report for each town council within his parish. 
Okay. But I, I, I imagine some things take quite a long time as well. Before some before things can be really immediate. Sometimes things are ongoing. Yeah. I mean, it can be years, can't a year or so before things yeah, come like to court. Like on a motorbike, isn't breaking into a premises, isn't? I mean, what's happened there? Is it just given that it's a broke, somebody's broke into a premises and that's the end of it? I mean, I don't, I don't buy that to be truthful. I mean, I think we need. The, the, what I'm saying is... There's a variety of outcomes, aren't there? It could be forensics involved. Yes, it yeah, could be all not, sorts. And some of it could be confidential. So. Yeah. I'm not, I don't want confidential. That's not what I'm saying. What I want you to tell me is that, yes, Graham, things are, are going forward. You can assume action is being taken. Pardon? Action is being taken. That's, that's what I mean. That, that's what I want to know. I don't so once it's logged on the system, action comes from that logging on the system. Well, we Right, OK. I'll, I'll, we'll go through it again, me and you, Joe. But I, I still, still think we need a bit more meat on that, on that report. Your points have been noted anyway, Councillor Ward. Okay. I, I know what you're saying is the fact that it would be nice to find out how we can redress this. Yeah. Out what exactly. I mean, there's nothing there to tell me what is what's been addressed to, to to alleviate all these problems that we seem to be having. Problems with these lists. I do remember Neil saying last time that that's his standard report and that's, that's all he's allowed to. That's what he's got access to on his database. I mean, sometimes these are reports of things that have been stolen or broken into after the event and there's no way of knowing who it was. Yeah, I think, I think the trouble is when it was the old way, that was what, maybe four years, five years ago. But, well, at least we had him here, and he would just give you a, a little tittle as to what's happened. This is the first, one, first meeting he's missed. Yes, he usually is here. He's on holiday. Yeah. Yeah. He's usually here. Well, I, that I think that's the best time to wait. You can get him so far in the corner, he can't tell you, but he can. You've got a good idea. You can yeah. read between oh, the lines after he's been speaking. Yeah, it's just that it seems to be. I, I think I think the trouble is, uh, Chair. Sorry, through you. I think the trouble is with this council is, is that we're not getting these people. We've got a crime commissioner there. It's no good of him sitting on his backside in Winsford. He wants to. Get, we should invite him down here. And if he can't come here, next the next man in charge should come here and give us a meeting. Can I address that point then? Sorry. Can I address that point? I went to the last PTC meeting and I spoke to, I forgot his surname, but Darren was the Chief Inspector for Chester and I, I invited him. So the next meeting that we have, the intent is to invite him down so you can then put your points forward to him and that may also help some, get some of the answers that you're looking for, yep. Councillor Wood. So things have been done. We have been speaking, the council has been speaking to the commissioner and he's fully aware of what we're looking for and uh, in particular additional policing, not just having the PCSO in place. Well, we've asked for that for years at this council meeting, years we've asked for that. Well, there's never, there's, I'm sorry, there's never anything developed, nothing. With the greatest respect, that's in the past. What I'm talking about is taking it forward. And I've spoken to the chief inspector. So if he comes down and he gives answers to what you're asking for, then at least we're moving in the right direction, I would suggest. 
Can I just ask, is this supposed to be a complete like crime report from the town mm -hmm. over the past two months or so that we've been there? Yeah. Because there's one I reported, um, the issue of the man on cover going missing down at the garden, uh, isn't it? Because it was reported to the police of theft. No, it isn't a theft, okay. it's, in, it's in the hole. Oh, is it in the hole itself? Oh, okay. I couldn't see it down there. Fair enough. <laughs> I had the anti-utilities out. Ah, okay. Cool. I reported it. I think I should Highways, motorways are now involved because they're land drains from the M56. Ah, okay. So it is being addressed, but it's not a police matter. Right. So it wouldn't make it on here. Ah, okay. I assume because I reported them, it wouldn't show up on here at some point in any case, but okay. Right, so any more questions on the police report? Okay. Uh, item nine is the accounts. <coughs> I might expect to read all this. Yeah. <laughs> <In that case, laughs> <then. laughs> to note that the expenditure in month three was sixteen thousand ninety six pounds and thirty-five P and the income was ninety-six pounds. Part B to note that the balance of the core instant access account on the thirtieth of June two thousand and twenty-three was £25,442.63p. Part C, to note that the balance of the court community account on the 30th of June 2023 was £157,681. And D, to note that the balance on the CCLA account on the 30th of June was £282,925. And finally, Part E, sorry, no, not finally, Part E, Part E to approve and sign the month three reports pack, which includes all income and expenditure. A document was circulated prior to the meeting. Yep. Yep. You want to do it at the end? I will do. I'll just sign the first page. Then. Uh, part F. To note the council where checked June 2023 bank statements to bank reconciliation reports on the 12th of July 2023 <coughs> and Part G to approve a councillor to check July 2023 bank statements against the July bank reconciliation reports on a date to be agreed in August 2023. That comes under the Fraudulent Financial Standing Order 2.2. I have a volunteer, please. That's what I thought you might ask. <laughs> Is anyone prepared to volunteer? I can do that if you like. I, can't I need to come to the office if that's okay. Yes, I can do that in August, so I'll be my turn. <laughs> so that's you, Pauline, yeah? Thank yeah. you. Thank you. So the next point is uh, point 10 Peel Holdings Solar Farm Consultation Phase 1. And again, there has been um, a document circulated prior to the meeting. Page 29 of the pack. Any questions? Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd like to just pass a comment. Um, has anybody been to Connor Street? I haven't personally. No, well, you've got to. Peel after peel after peel, 250,000 of them, panels, three foot off the land. So successful at breeding pheasants and all sorts of birds. 
and you can visit there any time of the day. Yeah. And they've had good results next to a, a big pool where there's boats, everything, and everything has been successful. So, and if it's gone to the Secretary of State, from what I've been told, <coughs> yeah, not much we can do about it like we did in the farm. I, I predicted it and I got a bashing, but I didn't care. I said, you get the farm and we got it. And you'll find you'll get this one. I'm sorry to say, but it's a government thing and it'll be passed. Well, I think, I think with what you're saying, Councillor Frank, is that, yeah, that the, the, the solar panel system that they've got in place, no, I have no qualms about the system. Um, but I think the area that we're talking about down on the marshes is, um, what can I call it, it's, it's a poisonous area. It's an area that's been poisoned for donkey's years. Um, since the Manchester Canal was built, for donkey's years it's been a tipping ground for chemicals, from tanning, from shells, from the big chemical companies, um, the weaver and all around that area has been uh, dredged for years and years and the, the, the infill, that was, or the, sorry, the, 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 uh, the diggings that came out of the Manchester Canal produced our marshlands. And they were used for the dumping, <coughs> the dumping of chemicals, mercury, I can, a long list of them. I and there's probably another one on this committee who've worked on them, um, the goons. I could sit here for an hour and tell you the things that have gone in there. Uh, so I think, yes, Councillor Frank, you're right. It's a good. It, it, system has had but what they've got there is but what we've got is something that's unique to this area unique in that from um, uh, uh, the um, Liverpool down through Manchester sorry to Manchester on this area we've had chemical industries since the 19 beginning of the 19th century the tanning, as I've said before, the pollution that was pumped over into those lagoons. As originally, they were, the lagoons were used for pumping sand from the weave from the Manchester Canal to keep the shipping going through to Manchester, and also from the weaver. But the carry-on from the Frodium, sorry, from uh, Runcorn docks, and all the way back to the weaver, which they did as well, all that was dumped onto Frodium marshes. So I think we've got to hold Peel Holdings to, we've got to get them to give us a proper report. They've used a report from the uh, wind farm, from what I've read, they've used that report for what they're saying is no contamination. I disagree with that, but we'll have to see at the moment we're we're not getting enough information. When I went to the meetings, they, they didn't have the people there who could answer questions that I were asking. I've no nothing against the the solar panels and the production of electricity. There's a there's a couple of things that have issues with where they've said that they could power thirty seven thousand 
homes, which homes are they going to be? I can't see one of them being in Frodium because the main part of that regen, the generation of electricity is to power the big industries which are on the Mersey. So that generation of electricity is for the big users around the area, not for Frodium, not for Frodium houses or Hellsby houses, but for the big producers, the chemical producers. So for me, I've just got to wait for more information. There's not enough coming through and they've not got enough people to, to um, alleviate what I think is there, which we, we know is there. Yeah, so I think the important thing here is the things that we submit that we, we really want to be mitigated. So the last point we've got on there is there appears to be little benefit to the residents of Frodsham. When I went to the consultation, the lady did say there might be a one-off project for Frodsham. So it would be to kind of have an input in that. I'd also like to propose that we add Ashley's comments onto there. Which ones? Um, uh, uh, well, with particular reference to the cycle paths being maintained. And there was also something in the report saying there wasn't going to be much um, visual impact to houses locally. I, I, can, I can see that one from the kids' bedroom window. So when, when I spoke to the lady, she was talking about screening. And I think it's important that we mention that because I think there will be quite a strong visual impact from people that live in the waterside area. Um, I think the other thing we need to be mentioning is the triple um, SI scientific area that runs just north of the M6. Where we've made reference to the birds, but we haven't made reference to the area of scientific special interest um, because it's kind of while the particular area might be there, the birds don't necessarily stick to the area. Yeah, the solar panels go right up to the boardroom of the triple side. Okay. Councillor yeah. Christian. Um, with regard to the potential benefits to the community, should there be any money at all coming, I just make I think we should make it very clear that we don't want that money going to Cheshire West and Chester. It needs to be for the people of Frogton to decide. I would Whatever presume that's what would it, it be. would be. Yeah. Because if it disappears into Cheshire West's coffers, it will be spent everywhere. No, I was always under the impression that it would be for the town and not for... Well, we haven't actually board. clarified that, you know, because um, we've been doing consultations in Halsey mm. and they're also talking about Western Point. I th so I think it, it is important that we... You know, we, we don't want to end up, if we're going to have something like the Marshes Benefit Fund, then the, the people fraudulently need and to... And I think that's what... I think you're saying it would be a one-off big project as yeah. opposed to a thing... Well, I, when I talked to them, they talked about potentially having a, you know, replicating the Marshes Benefit oh, okay. Fund. So they, they might decide, yeah. however they decide to do it, I want it to be the people of Frodham that decide. Yeah. And I don't want Cheshire West put in charge of anything. Obviously, we'd have to consult with them if it was something that was going to be built or created. Mm. But I think it's... The, just one thing, Mr Chairman, fetched to your attention, which I've forgotten. Um, there is um, starting, uh, I think it's next summer, I think. Yes, next summer. Um, a massive 18-inch uh, pipe with methane in it. We're right down 
the centre of marsh, the marshes. Yeah, this is the... Um, Energy. Yeah, thank you. Yes. I think the, the other point that I wanted to make as well was because it's an area that can be prone to, prone to flooding and in previous years we had quite a near miss where uh, if there hadn't been some flooding over in, in Northwich Way, if that had continued down front, it was quite close to uh, the flooding coming into Fredsham and that's when I've been working with the Weaver Navigation Society. So I think another concern is if there's going to be quite a sizable factory that's in an area of flooding, I want some kind of guarantee as to how that's going to be mitigated if it was anything like that. I did raise the flooding issue with them and they said that anything, anything would be above the level where they would expect flooding to occur. Yeah, yeah. My son Rex, they won't put that battery in either. He thinks that's just said they can get planning permission. <laughs> can we just go back to yeah. the uh, response then? So that are you happy with the response as it stands with the active travel added in that we make particular reference to the special exactly special interest? Yeah. And also screening. And screening for the houses. And then the benefits to be for the people of conscience. Yeah, it's a big concern kind of about the safety of a, of a bathroom, which they couldn't even tell yeah. what type it might be. And I, you know. I think at this point, yeah. that's yeah. It's okay. beyond our technical. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah I think it's a visual impact as well, if we can. Yes, that's in here. Yeah, we've already got that. Okay. So everybody's happy with that. that response that the council will get. Uh, yeah, so particular screen, particularly if we had screening, so people who live in the houses nearby, because they were talking about trees and screening. Okay, this is just the first stage, isn't it? So yeah, we're way down that line, but certainly mm. we'll bring that out. So I've got an extension to be able to put this in tomorrow morning. Yes, so yeah, I'll submit it in the morning. Yeah, yeah thank thanks, you. Super, thanks, Joe. This is just sorry, Charles. Sorry, Charles. This is just for an extension, Joe. Is that right? This is you're just this is just a point to more into um, to give us an extension, is that what you said? No, we had the, the consultation ended a week ago. Yeah, that's so right. we have a um Fortune Town Council can yeah. put this in tomorrow. Okay, so yeah, okay. But it's not been extended to no. residents. They no. should have already put it. It'd be in interesting there. to know whether okay. they would still accept comments after the I think they would. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So so sorry, just to make it clear. So the points we've made are just to give us that extension so we can put that in. Is that right? Is no, that response in tomorrow? That's good, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. We're not committed to anything. We're just no. saying this is what our response is. Yeah. This is what we need further investigation into. Question, question. Yeah. Um, point 11, Fletcher Library and Leisure Hub. Uh, again, there was a, a paper circulated prior to the meeting. Does everyone have a chance to look at that? a meeting held on the 13th of July this year. So just to comment on that, there has been um, a million pounds worth of funding allocated for Virgin Leisure Centre and offices are working on a variety of plans but they also want to work with the community so we're having regular meetings with the community to see how that's best spent and it's more to adapt the building <coughs> and make it better as opposed to I completely <coughs> So you're actually going to strip the asbestos out and start using a 
Well, there's a lot of untapped potential up there. So uh, Mike and I, we had a tour around there, and it's very strange to see mm. the old high school still there with all the writing on the board from the last day. Yes. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's a lot of potential, and it, the, you know, there's a lot of rooms there that could be used for like really nice community groups. I know the historical society are wanting a home, so it's kind yeah. of looking at what, what's the best way of doing it. They were going to put the library up there when they moved the library from the rock. But they couldn't mm. because the floors weren't strong enough to take the weight of the books. I see, yeah. <laughs> We're not party to the uh, the floor plans that have been worked on yet, but I think uh, they will be disclosed soon. So we'll Can I ask that. a question regarding, because I've heard this before, that there's asbestos in the building. So there will have been an asbestos survey carried out, and they will have a copy of that. I presume so. I mean, that's why they don't use upstairs. Yeah, 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 but I, I, just, can we get the visibility of that? Uh, I can ask the question. Yeah, please. Yeah. Because it'll give us an idea where it is and how much there is. Yeah. They don't have to remove it as long as it's kind of sealed in. Yeah. Mm, I mean, a lot of the time it's in all of these roof tiles. And mm. But it depends on, I mean, it's, I've been at school for a very long time and that, that was kind of like a newish building at the time. So it depends on the state of it, doesn't it, and the breakdown of the asbestos Yeah. The quality of the building itself. And I think the roof is one of the biggest concerns. Yeah. It's I mean, it's a shame that, well, it's very tatty, even, even the leisure centre facilities are very tatty. Mm -hmm. So it's, it, it's ready for a revamp, but it'd be nice uh, to get something, a bit of a... Well, we've got a million pounds by the size of it. That's really it won't go very well, far. It doesn't go as far as it sounds. It sounds a lot if it's a home, doesn't it? I'll give you asbestos and a new drink spending machine. I'm not keen on this idea of us funding minibuses to take people to Northwich through and through. Hmm. I don't think we should be paying for that at all. Well, if you're going to take people to Sweetcorn, one want a Brookvale's. It's, um, well, in Cheshire, yeah. I know it's not, but it's a closer, isn't it? 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 It's a only runs on the kids. I go to different routes on Wednesday. That's for good guys. Yeah, Elsmere Airport probably is our closer one. I think, irrespective of where they are, the question that was asked was were we prepared to contribute towards the cost of the minibus hire? Any other questions on the library on Leisure Hub? No. So point 12 is a rural community's engagement uh, from Cheshire West and Chester to receive a report from the clerk following the meeting which took place with officers from Clark on 12th of June 2023. Uh, documents circulated prior to the meeting, which is point A and point B, uh, sorry, point C, is uh, to approve Appointment of Council to a Working Group, hosted by Pike, looking at signage and heritage plaques. So let's take the first one. Oh, I'm just scrolling. 
So I have nothing further to add to that report. Okay. Uh, what about to, to approve the appointment of councillors to working group? Yes. Yeah. Please. So the only thing I'd add is there's some crossover with what the active travel group's doing anyway, with some signs for active travel. Um, I don't want quite to bury things forever because it'll just delay things. But um, it might make some sense for somebody who's on that to be on that group as well, just so that there's some uniformity potentially in the signs, or at least some they make some sort of sense. So the question is, do we have a volunteer? <coughs> I mean, I'm happy to go forward. I don't know whether I would be automatically on it anyway from the Cheshire West End. Yeah, but I'd, be, I'd be interested in yeah. it. Yeah. So we'll put you on the end, um, councillor. Is it just one, one or one is it one. a working group? Really it can be more than one. Yes, so if we assume that you're, um, if you're Cheshire West, so then if we could have one or more from the council yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's all good. Okay. Well, if someone else, I'll have to put my Uh, training point 13. To note that the clerk attended SLCC training on quotes, tenders of contract management on the 6th, 13th and 20th of July. B. To note training undertaken by councillors, document circulated prior to the meeting. So I presume we've all had a look at that. And point C. To note that the clerk will be running a short Zoom session for councillors on the process for dealing with accounts and payments. This will be followed by a session on Code of Conduct and Declaration of Interest run by Jackie Weaver, the Chief Officer of the Cheshire Association of Local Councils. The event will take place from 6.30 on Wednesday the 6th of September 2023. So there's an opportunity for people to go on that, presumably. How long is going to last? Well, well I, I think half an hour for my bit and 20 minutes, half an hour for Jackie Weaver. So no longer did, than an I hour. I did Jackie's Code of Conduct one. Last no, and I've asked, uh, it wasn't a very long no, I've asked her just to, rather than go through the whole thing, just to concentrate on when to declare an interest, what an interest is, and then yeah. what happens once you declare yeah. an interest. So it'll be a section out of that, yeah. that original presentation. Yeah. Uh, so I'll circulate that to get names of those of you that want to attend, so I can send you a Zoom link to it. Okay. Uh, point 14, Christmas Festival. Uh, to note that Council Loss will be joining the organisation group representing FTC. I can confirm that. <laughs> and B, to approve release of the grant of £10,000 for the 2023 event as previously agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. 15, lease arrangement. To note there has been no further progress on the separation of the lease for Frodsham Community Association and Frodsham Youth Association and that Frodsham Town Council is awaiting confirmation of the division of the building in order to proceed. So that's to separate the two buildings. What's going on now? Oh gosh, yeah. I don't, honestly don't understand why they want to do it because it just loses all the protection for the youth club. Well, apparently it's, it's quite an uh, um, important <coughs> issue for both sides. So, um, 16, uh, the clerk's report. Please. I don't have a lot further to add other than uh, staff are taking holidays in August. 
and I'll circulate a list of when, <laughs> when people will be away. Um, I'm taking annual leave this uh, Thursday and next Monday. And we are arranging an away day and to date, I've got a date of the 4th of September from 6 to 8 uh, in this room. Thank you. Point 17, uh, exclusion of the press and public to resolve to exclude members of press and public due to competition nature of the agenda on item 18. So if I could ask that yeah. members of the public um, we wish to discuss that at the point, please. Thank you very much. <laughs>